Welcome to the Cold Bow Arcade. I am Troy. Hey, man. That's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, man. Um, so, the Cold Bow Arcade, we're a, we're a special episode uh, taken from the Cold Bow Podcast. And uh, Cold Bow Podcast, if you're not listening to us, uh, is... You should. You should, yes. Uh, Chris and I are both on that podcast, and we uh, are the hosts of the Cold Bow Arcade, where we take some time to talk video games. So, if you love video games, you are in the right place. Uh, we talk about popular games we talk about uh indie games we talk about it all so we're uh, we're glad you're joining us let's uh let's jump started let's jump start yes let's jump, jump start, start my heart yeah kickstart my heart <laughs> thanks man. yeah dude uh so what are you what have you been up to man what have you been playing um yeah i've been playing a lot actually i uh I don't. I don't want to steal your thunder, but the talk of the town right now is Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Um, I like I said last time, I wasn't excited for that game. The review score started rolling in shortly after we recorded episode one, um, so I was like, man, I can't just ignore this. Like it's, it's getting amazing reviews. Like, like stuff really only the Nintendo usually gets just for like their sheer polish and whatnot. So I went out and bought a copy. I know you had yours pre-ordered for a while. Is that you had like the special edition. Dude, I had it pre-ordered for like two years. Yeah. Because they announced it back in like 2016. Yeah. And so I just was like, you know what? I'm, I know I'm going to get it. So I might as well just start, you know, I, I went to GameStop and I put 20 bucks down on it. And then in the course of two years, I just kept I just would be like, oh, I'm in the mall. I'll put I, 20 more bucks down on it. I don't think I've ever paid for a game two years early (laughs) so like that just shows your level of excitement it was the first for me too and it was really just because they announced it and i was like i'll go put 20 bucks down thinking it was going to come out in like a couple months yeah it was really like a year or two and they postponed it a few times too right the only other game i pre-ordered and paid for that i had to wait a good while for was arkham asylum oh really which in uh, in retrospect that game's amazing that game is amazing and i'm glad we had to wait I know. Uh, I mean, it sucked at the time, but that game was so amazing that it's like, okay, well, I, if if we had to if we had to wait to get that game, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? um, Arkham Asylum was was fantastic, and I remember going and getting it, and I didn't have it completely paid off, but I remember going and I gave them five bucks, and I got Arkham Asylum, and uh, it was sold out and everything. It was it was awesome, but uh, yeah, dude, you you stole my thunder here. Sorry. Because <laughs> you're right. Red Dead Redemption 2 is the talk of the town. It's been out, uh, what, a couple weeks now? Yeah, just about. And, uh, I mean, and you're right. Like, it is getting rave reviews. Uh, let's just let's just pull up some of these reviews. It's just a lot of 10s and close to 10s. <laughs> uh, Metacritic, 97 out of 100. Uh, Destructoid, 9.5 out of 10. Edge, EGM, Game Informer, IGN all 10 out of 10 and then you know GameSpot 9 out of 10 and then a couple 5 stars and 4.5 and stars by mm-hmm. some, some pretty big uh, pretty big game, re- game reviewers so that's, a, game, that's an impressive feat that's like yeah. that's like stuff that like only Mario and Link ever do right is get like scores like that right so. it feels like it's like the Disney marble of movies that just like yeah you know what I mean like it just put something out and it's like oh we love it Mm-hmm. We love it, hands down. You know, love it. Um, speaking of impressive feats, um, and I have no actual sources to back this up. This yeah. was just was told to me by my wife, who was reading it online. <laughs> and so. she's never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, she told me that Red Dead Redemption Two sold more copies in eight days 
than Red Dead Redemption 1 sold in eight years. So that's pretty, uh, I mean, that just shows the hype going into this game. Yeah. And uh, how much, you know, you know, is it going to live up to it and all this stuff? But you had Red Dead Redemption, the, the first game that people played, they loved. People went and bought it because they heard about heard it from other people about how much they loved it. And then you, they also came out the expansion, um, Undead Nightmare. And then their online game was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Did that come out eight years ago, Red Dead? 2000, 2009 or 10, man. I, I'm telling you, I think it was 2010. Yeah, that sounds right. 2010. 2010. Uh, and then, and then uh, I want to say GTA 5 was just after that with, in 2013. So, Yeah. That's so crazy, dude. So Red Dead 2 has been in development seemingly for eight years. Essentially. And, and yeah. they released Grand Theft Auto 5 along the way. Yeah. Well, so. that's the big question is like, okay, yeah. well, Rockstar is the, uh, is the developers. They're the ones that create it. Um, they've got a lot of good games under their belt. Obviously. A lot of popular games. Um, obviously, I think they're definitely more well-known for their GTA games than they yeah. are for their Western Red Dead Redemption. So I would say that what you just said probably flipped in reverse. Mm-hmm. That between their GTA games, they would release a Red Dead game or their Western game. And their Western game got so popular that it almost kind of people were more in anticipation for that than they are for GTA. I mean, I mean time I, will I tell. Was. Like, Grand Theft Auto V sold gangbuster numbers. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, if I don't think Red Dead will come close to the numbers that Grand Theft Auto sold. Here's the thing it's the second-selling game of all time. Like You're right. I'm not saying... It's going to take something special to come close <laughs> to those numbers. I'm not saying you're wrong with that, but yeah. I'm saying that Red Dead Redemption 2 could do it. And here's why. The, one of the big reasons why GTA 5 did so well for so long, and I think we talked about this last time, yeah. was because they kept releasing online content uh, so that people who were playing GTA 5, once they beat the story, they could jump on online mode and keep playing and playing with other people. And then they could, and then, oh, hey, boom, the game's been out for two years. Here's Heists, which is basically a whole separate game altogether. Mm-hmm. If Red Dead Redemption, if Rockstar does the same with Red Dead Redemption and re- Red Dead Redemption 2 and releases content consistently that's, that's uh, good and relevant, then it will continue to get in crazy amounts of sales so so let's get into it then because we we both played the first one we used to play the first one online yeah um and i i enjoyed it for a little bit but i kind of got burnt out i played the story i, I loved the story in the yeah. first red dead yeah i love the characters Morgan. and the setting and killing the, old dutch's gang yeah but like down. yeah like i i really really liked the first one well and even the the expansion undead nightmare was fantastic too. I, I loved it, it was, i love the story they, they came up with for it and i like the little twist at the end where it was you were fighting zombies and then in the main story john marston eats the bites the bullet yeah the game's been out for eight yeah years. He, bites, talk he bites the bullet here. so then in the expansion pack uh once you beat the zombies there's a time jump and he wakes up as a zombie you're like oh i can still play as john marston he's just a zombie <laughs> um so i think people are going to be waiting for maybe a zombie mode for red dead 2 maybe like, maybe I don't know. I it seems like knows. it seems like the next logical thing to do it does but uh Maybe a little cowboy heist, or I don't, I don't even know. Let's, let's just get into it. Um, I hated Red Dead Redemption 2. Dude, you are one I of hated the it. only people, the only people that I have ever heard that absolutely hated it. Maybe, but there's, maybe, you know. there's definitely 
there's dozens of us. Okay. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> dozens. So to contrast that, just to, just to set the stage here, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Okay. I It is one of my favorite games already, and I'm not even that far into the story. So we're not talking spoilers on Red Dead Redemption 2. We're talking basically gameplay and just here's here's what it is. I loved it. You hated it. Yeah. We're going to give it the the due process that it deserves here from somebody who loves it versus somebody who hates it. So and let's it, discuss this. And it's not even that like cuz I here's a here's a here's a little backstory. I got the game. I played it for like I think I looked at the my my playtime. It was about 12 hours. So I gave it a, ch- a shot. I gave it a chance and it bored me to tears. I'd fall asleep playing it all the time. But even if I didn't play it for 12 hours it doesn't matter i just didn't like it sure like i i owe rockstar nothing sure. i'm under no obligation to anybody to play a game and go just keep playing it'll get better it'll get better no yeah hey, I, you, I don't you don't owe that to anybody if you don't like it you don't like it and yeah, like you're right and you love it and i'm happy that you do i'm and, glad and I'm not that you're finding you. enjoyment in it. i'm not blaming you for not liking it either yeah. that's the thing everybody has their cup of tea you know some people didn't like avengers uh infinity war you know what yeah. i mean like some people don't like certain things and some people like certain things right. everybody has their own taste and like good on you like it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me one bit that what, if anyone likes this game what bugged me is the amount of hate that you got for saying you didn't like it yeah that was a little odd because this game is really very well liked and Mm -hmm. obviously all the scores we named Mm -hmm. like i believe were just you know like this game is awesome and i'm only happy and i've even said that this is a disappointing masterpiece it is it's one of the most stunningly beautiful things i've ever seen the some of the mechanics in this game that work is insane to me like whatever code they have running in the background Mm -hmm. is nuts yeah um and it is it's 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 a masterpiece that does nothing for me so uh, when we were kind of discussing it a little bit earlier i kind of compare it to skyrim Mm -hmm. western and for me, like, when, when we kind of talked about it before, when you told me, man, I'm going to sell this game. I'm not really enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And we were kind of discussing it. I said, for me, it, it's it's not so much about like, hey, I'm going to play this game and get from point A to point B and try to finish the game. Right. My thing is I'm treating this game like I did Skyrim. Oh, hey, there's this thing to do over here that's completely opposite of what uh, of what the main story is telling is taking me yeah. I'm gonna go do that because that sounds like a lot of fun mm-hmm. like another an example is the legendary animals I've gone through and killed um, a bunch of them I mean, I mean a, probably at least half of them from the for the whole map and I like I said I'm only halfway through the story so I'm I think I'm like chapter three what what, what did your percentage say like last you checked like 43 to 45 or something See, mine's at like 30 something but when I, I think, sold it. I think the reason why is I think because you get pretty far, like when you play chapters one, two, and three, mm-hmm. it, it you go pretty far into the story, but then maybe four, five, and six, I think there's only six chapters, mm-hmm. four, five, and six take a little bit longer. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sure. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, we can talk about what we kind of think is going to happen in this game because, again, there's really no spoilers here. The only spoiler that we could talk about with Red Dead Redemption isn't really a spoiler. Yeah. And that's that basically it's a prequel to the first Red Dead And that's something they said forever ago. that's something we knew. And in this game, you're not John Marston, but John Marston is in the game. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and he's portrayed a certain way, and I'm excited to kind of see how that leads into the first game, if it does at all. You yeah. know what I mean, I'm excited, and then maybe lead up to a Red Dead Redemption three. I, I mean, I don't know, but it's it's such a good game, and I find myself like I will be working or doing something, and just have this itch to just want to play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, like I haven't had an itch to play video games. Like, well. I, I always have the itch to play video games. Let's put that out there. But like a specific game, probably since Skyrim. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. yeah Skyrim. You played God of War earlier this year too, right? Okay. I would put God of War in there too. Um, yeah. Yeah. God of War, I'd put in that, in that aspect, but like where you're just kind of thinking about the game and thinking about how excited you are to play it when you finally get home from work or when you finally do something, you know, when you when you can sit down and actually play it. Yeah. Or when you get home and your kids or your wife are on the TV and you're like, damn it, just get off the TV so I can play. You know? So you, and you saying this is super interesting to me. And I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's cool. I, I love but that feeling. Are. I love No, I love that <laughs> feeling about a game when you just think about it and like – like like a Pokemon game to me or something, whatever. Yeah. But but you didn't have that. No, no, because I feel like this game slows you down intentionally. I feel sure. like they're like you, like there's a shootout or whatever, and then you go back to camp and you're like, we're gonna go hunt a bear, and you slowly yes. plod your way there on a horse, and you yeah. have these slow conversations, and they're character developing conversations, which is fine. Like I think it's intentional. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the game slows life. you down on purpose. Yeah, Everything you do is deliberate. You wake up and you make coffee, and you have to like cook your coffee over a fire just to warm it up. And, like <laughs> everything in this game deliberately slows you down because it wants you to take in the world and do things on your own terms like just do it the way that you should play and not not just rush through the story they don't rockstar doesn't want you to rush the story one of the so getting excited to play a game that slows you down i'm like like what one of the one of the biggest um things that i've heard is uh that people don't like about the game, and I kind of tend to agree with them, is the lack of fast traveling. Right? Oh, yeah, that in, was a, a deal breaker for well, me. In, in Red Dead Redemption 1, it was super easy. You just ride off somewhere, you set up your camp, and then you could fast travel somewhere, and boom, mm-hmm. you're there. Fast traveling does exist in this game. But it's like the stupidest thing I've ever seen on how to get it. Okay, not necessarily. Upgrading your camp. Okay. Whatever. That, okay. So, yes, the game wants you to play it and travel the slow way. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can tell. But there are multiple ways to fast travel. There's the there's the one you just mentioned. You can upgrade your camp, and then you and then and then Arthur gets a little map on his thing that you can fast travel to, and great, grand, wonderful, right? But the downside to fast traveling from there is you can only fast travel from there. Mm-hmm. But there are other ways to fast travel. You can get a stagecoach, and you can get on the train. Right, the train will take you. Can buy a ticket on the train, and the train will take you. And there's a shortcut scene, and then boom, you're there. You can go from station to station, or you can go from town to town on the stagecoach. Right, so there are ways to fast travel. It's just not as easy as Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. So it's it's available. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of uh, um, you know what you what you want to do. So I'm I'm gonna I guess I'll explain a little bit just reasons why this game kind of bothered me so bad so i'm gonna step up in my soapbox for a second here uh i got a list here um the horses are stupid (laughs) i can't 
even tell you how many times that I was riding a horse and I turned around to shoot somebody and he ran into a tree and I fall off my horse. Dude, like the horses aren't stupid. They don't run into trees. That's my second thing. Oh my God. And then that's my second thing I was going to say is is, how many times I've gone into cover to like fire at somebody and I push the button that they want me to push and then he climbs on top of a rock instead and just stands there out in the open and dies. (laughs) Or I'll just be riding my horse in the town. I ran over a dog. Oh! And I was like, what the hell? And then, and then it's like, wanted. yeah, wanted. And they're all like, animal cruelty. And then they said wanted. And I was like, I didn't even see the goddamn dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then I got wanted. And I was like, how do you clear a wanted bounty? Every time I go to this town, these people chase me. They don't tell you these yeah. things. They want you to learn it. Yeah. But who would think to go to the post office to clear your wanted name? They never say that. Yeah. Like you have to, I, every time I get, every time I get on like an internet website, Uh they're like tips for Red Dead that they don't tell you things that people are confused by. Your horse is dirty. You have to clean it. How do I clean my horse? It does tell you that. Yeah. But you have to do the mission to get the brush first. And it was telling telling me my horse was dirty before I even got a brush. And I was like, where do I get a brush? But it says on there. And then I go into town to buy a brush and I run over a dog and I get wanted (laughs) and I have to leave. And then it tells you, it says you can clear your bounties at the post office. Like it tells you all that. I mean, it didn't for me. Maybe it did for you. Uh, This game felt like... Like a simulation of a Western. It didn't feel like a video game. Like I would click a button and sometimes it just wouldn't work. Like it just wouldn't register. Sure. And I was okay. like, what, what is that? What, like you click L3 to calm down your horse and I click it and nothing. And then like 30 seconds later, he's all, there, there, boy. <laughs> there, boy. Like it just drove me crazy. Just like the. The, the slowness of it all, like the yeah. the unregistering buttons, like clicking something that wouldn't work, turning around to find something, I jump off a cliff. Like yeah. and and the gameplay was not good. Yeah. The the okay. way you the way your character controls is not good. The button mapping was horrible. The way that like you push triangle, like you hold L2 to lock onto somebody, then you push triangle and it says defuse a situation. But then it changes and then I freaking choke a guy. <laughs> Because I'm trying to defuse a situation, then it changes, and I end up choking the guy instead. <laughs> like I, I just—it drove me insane to just like these loose, floaty ass controls yeah. in this game. And I obviously played it enough to understand how they wanted it to work. Yeah. It just the, the execution was so off. I was talking to Dutch, and then both of our characters just started spinning. <laughs> just started spinning, right? And That's then they never like, happened to me. Before. They they fell over. They fell over while they were talking to each other. I saw a video and of that, but that's never happened to me. It happened to me at the camp. And then I went to go find um, Jack, and he just wasn't there. Huh. So, because I, I got I got online, and I was like, how do I do these things? You know, oh, you have to go talk to Jack. And then John Marston's son wasn't there. You compared this game to Skyrim? Yeah. It is Skyrim, because it's glitchy as <laughs> And people just accept it. They just accept. They're like, "Oh, it's part of the charm." Okay, let me. But they just accept it. How many games that are of this magnitude have you played that hasn't been glitchy at some point? Witcher. You will. Okay, you will. uh, Players in general will forgive some glitches if it's glitching out all the time. I can understand that. It's not. But Skyrim used to glitch all the time. People are just like, "Oh, well, the the magnitude of this game. You're going to have to expect some glitches." Did Grand Theft Auto Five have glitches like this? Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Well, then, then people just accept it. Like th- that score says ten out of a ten, meaning this game not necessarily is perfect, but it's a masterpiece. But you might as well expect it to be perfect. Yeah. But you shouldn't just accept these things like that. Maybe that's why it took two years for them to make from their expected release date was because mm-hmm. was because maybe some of those glitches they found. I mean, there was a there was a glitch where you could, and it, I, as far as I understand, it's not even patched yet. Yeah. But there's a glitch where you can go. You can, All the gold bars. You can get gold bars. But then, but then, why bars. do that? Like, why, why? Because you did that, and I'm that, that's fine. You did that, but then the way the game is supposed to be played is supposed to be hard to get money. I did not do that officially. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. <laughs> so then, so then you can just go pay off your bounties or whatever, and yeah. it's like, but then that's kind of a cheat code. So, so like, why why not play the game it was supposed some, to be played? Somebody else brought that up to me too. They're like, why would I do that if I'm it's I'm not experiencing the game, you know? But uh, I, I agree with that sentiment. I do, but, the, but at the same time, it's like. Um, it hasn't stopped me from taking bounties or other type of missions that get me like five dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I have fifteen thousand dollars in my bank, that means I just don't have to worry about some things. If I make a dumb mistake and you know I have to, spend so, so you're saying you find the bounty system annoying, but you have enough cash to pay it off, so you don't have to worry about it. I guess that makes it not annoying for me. Sure, yeah. yeah exactly. I remember riding through town and I hit somebody and then says, you know, uh, uh, assault. You know, crime reported for for assault, and you're yeah. like. Well, shoot, what do I do now? And you have to run out of there and, and then you have to go pay your bounty and you only have like 40 bucks and you have to pay 15 of it. You know, yeah. it's it sucks. Yeah. I get it. And the first time I tried to use uh, use controls, I was trying to go into the saloon to get a drink from the bartender and I end up choking a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole town starts shooting at me. I'm I like, didn't even pay her yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but you know, I I realized the glitches and stuff, and I and I kind of I got past it, and yeah. and it didn't bother me so much. Now I will agree with you on the horses part. The horses, the taking care of the horses was kind of weird at first, but at, at, in time, I'm like, okay, I, I kind of like it. It's I like the reality co- aspect of it. I sure, like the, I did too. I just I like that when you kill a duck or a or a. Um, a pheasant, mm-hmm. it's called a peasant. <laughs> when you kill a duck or a peasant, you actually hang the damn thing from your horse. Or if you kill a deer, mm-hmm. you pick it up and you put it on your horse and you tie it there. If your horse falls, it will fall off and you have to go get it. And it, that animal will rot on the back of your horse. Mm-hmm. If you skin the animal and you put it on your shoulder and then take it off, you have this giant blood stain yeah, on your shoulder. And then, and then if you put that carcass on your horse, your horse will have a blood stain on its ass. And then in order to get it off, you either have to brush the horse or whatever, but you can ride it through a river. And then you see the little bits, like little yeah. blood kind of come off the off the and horse. I appreciate the realism and like the time that Rockstar took to did it. Yeah. But to me, it didn't add towards the fun. And to game. me, I, I disagree because to me, that was a like, I couldn't fun. imagine you and I playing online and hunting and being like, bro, look at the blood I have in my jacket. That's, <laughs> this is so intense. We're doing this online together. Just like, look at it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, the yeah, you no. mentioned the hunting and I, I hunted the legendary bear. Yeah. And the first time you hunt too, you hunt in the snow and the tracking system is a white line. So I got lost trying to follow this white line. But here's the thing though. If and you. It, it felt like a really poor version poor man's version of like a batman game or even like a horizon zero dawn has like a tracking system like this it's done much better and that that's another example of a game that's a huge map with 
almost non-existent glitches. So it, it can definitely be done. Yeah. I, so I don't know. It's like everything. Like, there's so many. I played. I played poker in this game. I went fishing. I went hunting. I chased down bounties. I stole stagecoaches. But it all felt like it could have been a little more polished because okay. they had they had all these systems in it, but none of them were fun. And that's the whole point of video games is to either distract you or to just do something that's fun. Yeah. See, that's where I, I'm disagreeing with you is because to me, it is fun. To me, focusing on those little minute details mm-hmm. is fun. To it's me, impressive. Yeah. It's definitely but, impressive. But it's also fun to me. Like, here's a here's a fun little story case. So my my parents were in town just this last weekend with my sister and her, um, <clears throat> and her new fiance, Gary. So shout out to Lisa and Gary. Congratulations. Um, yeah, congrats, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They were in town, and uh, and I, I, uh, they, we were all just sitting around here talking. And I said, "Hey, I want to show you guys something." And I booted up Red Dead Redemption Two, and I was like, "Check out this game, mm-hmm. right? Just like, just like you and and Scott would talk about, like how you would like hike up to a spot and you'd just be like, "Hey, Kylie, Kylie, come here, yeah, check it Listen, out." <laughs> I, I earned this, <laughs> and so I I booted up Red Dead Redemption Two, and I started. Um, riding around on my horse and I kill a deer and I skin it and I put it on my horse and I show them the blood on the, you know, and they, my parent, both my parents and my, uh, and my sister and her, and her fiance mm-hmm. were just like enamored with it. Right. Mm-hmm. They even like my, my future brother-in-law was like, Hey, I haven't played the first Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption game. So I let mm-hmm. them borrow it. But um, the funny thing that we did was I told them about another story. So I'm going to kind of like do inception here, a story within a story. Right. So gotcha. the, the first Red Dead Redemption game, I was showing it to my, uh, my, my father-in-law. Right. And he's big into Westerns and, and cowboys and stuff. Uh, officially my stepfather-in-law is my wife's stepdad, but, okay. uh, he's big into Westerns and cowboys and stuff. And I was showing him the game and, and he's like, Oh, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, he's like, can you lasso things? And I show him, I run up to a horse and I lasso it and I'm kind of pulling it in. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. Can you lasso people? I'm like, yeah. So I lasso a person. He's like, can you hog time? Sure. Hog time. Put him yeah. on the back of my horse. And he's like, can you put him on a train track? <laughs> oh, did you get, was this the first red dead? Yeah. So you got that, uh, so that dastardly, bad guy. Yeah. That dastardly. Dast- yeah. The dastardly achievement. Yeah. So I throw him on the track and then we wait for the train and we're both just kind of like sitting there like <laughs> grinning and stuff. Spinning your mustache as you're twisting your mustache. Yeah. <laughs> the train comes by and you see that big explosion of blood and we're both just kind of like <laughs> just laughing menacingly yeah. and I get the dastardly achievement and it was hilarious. Now I tell them, I tell my family this last week and I tell them that story and then and then they're like well what can you do now and I was like well there's alligators in this game mm-hmm. so I ride up to some random guy on a horse and I lasso him and I hog tie him and I put him on the back of my horse and ride to the alligators in the meantime I'm getting like 12 witnesses saying I'm kidnapping this guy right yeah and we ride to the we ride to the bayou and we throw this guy into the bayou and he gets eaten by an alligator yeah just like the alligator just starts hissing or growling and then just runs up and bites his head off and it was funny it was hilarious everybody thought it was they thought it was fantastic and that mm-hmm. was just watching it for like five ten minutes you know what I mean yeah and uh I mean, I don't like I. I respect your opinion, and the horse thing is so frustrating. The, my my two biggest beefs with Red Dead Redemption Two is the fast travel. I wish it was easier because, mm-hmm. just like in Red Dead Redemption One, you enjoy the scenery, you enjoy what they've done, but then you just kind of want to get to your 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 places, right? 
I get that. This game didn't really do that. They kind of hid the fast traveling, right? Yeah. I uh, is the fast traveling was my was my probably my biggest beef with it, and then my second biggest beef is the horse. It's super frustrating when you're riding, and let's say you want to go off the road, and your horse runs into a damn tree. Yeah. Or like there's a rock that you didn't see, and all of a sudden your horse just tips over and you mm-hmm. fly off and you fly five feet. Or hell, if you want to go on you're into another back into another horse or something. <laughs> if you and want then Arthur's. Oh! <laughs> If you want to look up online, there's plenty of videos of people like just hitting a rock and their horse does like 12 flips <laughs> through the air yeah. and it's hilarious, but it, you know, they're, they're glitches. They're, they're part of the game. You know, it's just, it's just what it is, I, I guess. And, and, and for me, I can forgive it just like I forgave the glitches in Skyrim and just yeah. like I forgive the glitches in other masterpieces, but I respect your opinions. I disagree with them. Yeah, that's fine. But I, but I respect them in the sense that, again, like I said, when you got all that hate, and I'm not just talking about the guys from the podcast. Yeah, I tried to sell my game online, and people were making fun of me. Dude. You didn't even get to the first camp, bro. Dude. And that dumbass who gets on there and starts like, oh, man, math is fun. And I'm like, dude, you were such I, an idiot. I tried taking the game back to the store, and they wouldn't take it. So I just tried right. to get my money back <clears throat> so I could buy something when I when I noticed that I didn't want to play Red Dead anymore and I only had it for like 10 days yeah I was like I need to get my money back like yeah. I spent all this money yeah on something that I don't have the desire to play anymore right and you know what the, if you ever do want to pick it back up which it sounds like you don't mm-hmm. you probably could just borrow mine because by the time you do want to pick it back up I'll probably finish it yeah you know? and so you know and it just is what it is right? and, it, and my, I even said this it might just be that I'm just not in the mood for it right now sure like that could very much be the case and sure I mean if if I play it later and I end up liking it then fine like who who cares yeah. if I don't like it right yeah. now yeah and if you do change your mind and if you don't change your mind it's yeah. okay because the fact is we've already mentioned that Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold plenty of copies yeah they don't need my money it's they already like, got it too it's, it's not like and, and the thing is, is I don't think that your opinion your opinion right now it, to anybody who's listening is going to either do one of two things it's either going to reinforce their own opinion good or bad mm-hmm. or you know that's that's basically it. It's I don't think it's going to change somebody's opinion. No, I'm like, if, I don't I don't want to change anybody's right. mind. If they if if you're playing this game right now and you enjoy it, then I'm happy for you. Yeah, because that's the thing is there's games that I absolutely do not like. Perfect example, Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Okay, I put a lot of hours into that game and I do not like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it. I everybody told me, oh, try Dragon Age two. I tried Dragon Age two, didn't like it. Yeah, right, same thing. And and so I di- I didn't like it. Right, but. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean somebody else isn't going to like it. I mean, they're still making them. So, like, obviously someone does. Sure. And anyway. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I I respect the fact that you like this game. There's I I don't I don't understand it, but you probably don't understand how why I don't like it. Like, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. And I, I don't mean this like to be disrespectful to anyone. But I feel like when a red when Rockstar makes a game people just have to like it you know what i mean like like they I the same like as G- bethesda i didn't like gta 4 oh really like, I, I love gta 4 i didn't like it yeah. I, I love gta 5 and i love the first red or the first red Dead redemption and the second one obviously like like a disney or a marvel movie they're like oh a rockstar game and then the world goes on pause for a second while everyone goes out and buys a rockstar game because it's the grand theft auto guys and 
what they're doing is brilliant. Yeah. They haven't had a game since 2013. They're not Call of Duty. They're not pumping out a game a year. That's true. They're, but and, and you can see that and you can appreciate it. They're right, taking their time. Right. And what and they release their game when they're ready, when they think it's ready. Yeah. And then the world notices and they go out and they buy their game. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like Pixar. Mm-hmm. Pixar doesn't release a movie every year. Just about now, but well, maybe now you know. But but they, but that's the thing is they don't pump out movies all the time like DreamWorks and all those right, other, all exactly. those other places. Like, and I'm not talking about like you, you have your Disney animation, you have your Pixar animation. You mm-hmm. know, you have. I mean, when did Toy Story three come out? Toy Story four is coming out soon. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm leading oh, up two, to. 2010 is when it came out. To, Toy Story three. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have eight years later, Toy Story four. Well, no, it's coming out next year. So nine, nine years, years later, later. To Toy Story four. You yeah. know, it's just the same kind of thing. Like, but people will wait because and they will go and see it in droves because Toy Story three was so good. You right. know what I mean? Just an example. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, we don't have to st- spend any more time on. Uh, on I mean, I felt like this was a discussion that we needed to have though because I'm glad we had it. Though. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm, I'm glad we had it. And I'm glad we're recording, and I'm glad that that uh, we have the ability to put this out there because, you know, chances are if you go find if you go look for reviews on Red Dead Redemption, you're not probably you're probably not Red Dead Redemption two. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to find too many bad ones. You right. might, but there's it's definitely going to be overflowing. There's dozens ones. of us. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying that I like it because everybody else does. I like it for my own reason. I was I wasn't implying no, that. No, I know you're not. Okay. But I'm but I but I'm saying that to turn that back to you that I don't think that you don't like it because everybody else likes it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that you have your reasons to not like it and I think they're valid. And uh and I think that the hate that you got for it was bullshit. Yeah. Um and I will it's just like that whole thing that people say like I uh, don't agree with what you're saying, but I will defend to the death. You're right to say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like that's my thing It's like, I don't agree with that. You don't like Red Dead Redemption, but I will, but if people are going to give you <laughs> over it, then yeah, yeah I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, that was know. wild. That was, that was surprising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sweet dude. So that's what we, that's what both of us have been playing lately. So that has basically been consuming all of my time. Mm-hmm. Well, video game wise, except for the topic, which is Firewatch, which we're going to get to. Yeah. Um, that's been that's been consuming all of my time, video game wise. Yeah. So when it comes down to what have I been up to? You just got it. Like the last, <laughs> how long have we been talking about it now? 35 minutes. 35 minutes. The last 35, 30, 30, 35 minutes we've been talking has been about what I've been doing. So um, I think we've sufficiently covered it though. Like, I mean... <laughs> So uh, after I sold Red Dead, um, and this is a preface, but for those of you who are following, we've, nice we've, we've mentioned this a few times, but uh, Tro- Troy and I, as long as with the rest of the guys, are currently in a D&D campaign, and we're recording these, and we're editing as long as we go, and it's it's been a process. Yeah, it'll, but, it'll take a little bit of time before we can get those episodes out, but they'll be fun. So D- be D&D fun. has, like, consumed... Like my thoughts, <laughs> like you, you've been thinking about cowboys, and I've been thinking about <laughs> dice and like characters and like maps and stuff. Because I'm, I'm DMing the campaign, um, and I kind of was just in the mood to play a video game that was like yeah D and D. And I've never really when I, growing up, I was always a console gamer, not really a computer gamer. So I feel like I kind of missed that um, genre. There, yeah. there was like a huge time chunk that I just. It wasn't for me because we yeah, never had a PC. I agree. I never, I never, I tried to. I tried getting into Diablo. I played StarCraft for a bit. I tried yeah. playing uh, Warcraft and I never got into World of Warcraft. And it, it might just be because we've, we've tried after they were. You know, I just really enjoyed jumping on my PS2 with a controller. Yeah, me too. And playing what was on there, you know, what, yeah. I, mean, or what, I, what I had, you know. And yeah. It's just. 
And so like I, I kind of wanted to just give it a, give it a try at least. Yeah. So I I bought Baldur's Gate on Steam, and Baldur's Gate as I know now is a city in like D and D lore. So nice. the, so the uh, game is like you make your you make your character your and it's all the D and D characters. But it, the game came out in like '96, so it's like older rules. Yeah. So there's like a sorcerer, a wizard, a warlock, not even a warlock, like a fighter, a cleric, all that jazz. Um, and it's, it's like a top-down isometric view, really blocky. So like, not, so like, like the first GTA, like GTA One. Yeah, or but GTA a, a little more like of an angle. Like it looks, oh, okay. what it looks like is a miniature, like a gotcha, gotcha. like a like a D and D map. I see. So I was like, oh, that's the look there. Because I've seen it before, and I was yeah. like, that's ugly. But now that I've played D&D, like, oh, it's like a D&D mini. So, and I, I've been playing that a little bit. It's got, like, really bad voice acting. and Yeah. It, so I'm sure if I played it back in 96, I would have loved it. Um, but I've been, I, I'm, like, 10 hours into that. I've been plotting through that. But there's a game on PS4 called Divinity Original Sin. So, question yeah. for you, real quick. Yeah. On these two games that you're bringing up, um, are they turn-based games? So, like D&D? So, Baldur's Gate is not turn-based. It is completely uh, freeform. Okay. But if you were to push space bar, you can plan out... You, you pause the action, and then you plan out each character's move. So, like, okay. oh, this guy's almost dead, so I'm going to make my cleric heal my ranger, and then my ranger is going to fire a fire arrow... Uh, while my sorcerer casts shield cool. on himself, yeah, and then you push spacebar and it goes. So if you were to not push spacebar and just click through it, you'd probably die. <laughs> but you could do that. See, that's my thing is is going. I've been playing D and D and I've been I've been loving it. It's yeah. great. I it's it's fun to get into the imagination thing and, and the turn based thing when you're talking about tabletop. Yeah, it's fine. Turn based in video games, mm-hmm. I can't stand it. That's one of the main reasons why I did not like Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Is the is the turn based uh, action, the fighting? You know, like you come out, you're 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 traveling through these this forest or whatever, and these people jump out and they attack you, and then all of a sudden, like my I was a wizard at the time, and he like casts a spell, and then he sits there, <laughs> and then he casts a spell, yeah. and yeah. Then he sits there. Meanwhile, he's taking damage, and it's like the hell maybe i'm just not good at it and that's and that's fair that's uh i mean because you you push a button you expect an action right mm-hmm. which is my gri- my gripe with red dead one of my gripes with it but this game you push x and you x to attack and he doesn't attack right away he has to wait for his turn yeah so as a gamer it'd be like what what is he doing yeah it's frustrating so it's it's weird you you have to like put yourself in the right mindset for it um, the other game, Divinity, like I mentioned, it's totally turn-based, but it's like top-down view. It's beautiful graphics too, like much better than the 1996 Baldur's Gate. But you'll you have your four four party, like your four characters in your party. Sure. And you're walking along, and then bandits jump out and attack you, and then the map stays the same. It doesn't go like Final Fantasy. It doesn't swish, swish around. But you move like my my guy's a cleric, and I move him forward with a shield, and I like shield bash, and then it's the next girl's turn. I move her over here. I have her knock over a thing of uh, a barrel of oil, and then shoot a fire arrow at it. But it's all one at a time, so you'd probably hate it. Well, so I don't know if I would necessarily hate. It. I, I would, it would be something I'd probably give a try. But yeah, you're right. I probably wouldn't necessarily. But just playing D and D now and keeping that in mind, right? Like oh, so it's like a D and D 
initiative. I might not enjoy it as much, but I might appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, from from given its uh, background. I mean, because I've heard that complaint a lot growing up, and I mean that's fine if if it's not your cup of tea. It's it's, it's slow. Yeah. Um, but the story is so good, and like the characters are super compelling. I love it in an RPG where you can go talk to this character and just learn why they're there, and then they have like personal missions just for them that you can go and accomplish just yeah. for them yeah. like a D&D campaign now yeah um, but yeah like the when I was growing up and playing games like this what I saw on the screen was not what I saw in my head like playing Pokemon and like catching a legendary it was just a stationary picture of like Pikachu and mm-hmm. it, I'd do a quick attack and the graphic would just move him a little bit. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm going to catch this legendary ice Pokemon. And you finally catch it. And you're like, whoa, that was so epic. Yeah. But it was just like a single image. Just pixels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not so, very many pixels. <laughs> right. So the like what I saw on the screen is not what I saw in my head. Yeah. So, I mean, just the nuance of it, just being a young and imaginative. I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to get into when you're a little bit older. But, I mean, you and I got into D&D recently, so... It's true. Yeah. I mean, I, it's trying to open my eyes to, like, different types of genres. We have a we have a segment on our podcast called I'll Do Anything Once. Yeah. And I'm learning that with video games, I'll do anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I am. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, your, your taste changes, just like with food, mm-hmm. you know? Like, when I was a kid, I hated Chinese food. Now, yeah. I love Chinese food. It's one of my favorites. You know? I, I recently found out that I like, um, what's the stuff you put on hot dogs? Like the sauerkraut? Yeah. I love sauerkraut. Yeah. I, I never liked it. It's I was... a pickled cabbage. Yeah. And I hate pickles. <laughs> so, yeah, your taste changed. Oh, dude, those brats that we made with the oh, sauerkraut. Yeah. So, so good. good. So good. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if, if you're uh, listening and you like D&D or maybe even the guys, if you want to try a game that's like D and D, check yeah. out check out Divinity. I got it for like ten dollars. It's an old game. Divinity Two is out, and I wanted to play Divinity Two, but I have this weird OCD where I have to play the first one before yeah. and then move on to the second. I've heard of so. it. Here's the thing: one game that I that I had some friends when I was younger try to get me into, uh, non video game wise, was Magic: The Gathering. Mm-hmm. And I can see why it's fun, and I can see like people will collect cards and they'll they'll build their decks and they'll. Spend, it can be addicting. They'll spend money. They'll yeah. spend lots of money on building their decks and stuff. Um, I know a guy who has just decks. Like he will go to these Magic the Gathering gatherings, <laughs> and uh, and he will he'll sit down and be like, hey, let's play, and like okay, and he'll just like go through his backpack and like oh, I'm gonna use this deck, and yeah. it's like this deck that he probably spent like three thousand dollars building, and uh, and it's just but then to bring that back to video games, I've seen a couple of Magic the Gathering video games come out, and it's just basically just cards mm-hmm. on your screen. But that would be something, speaking of I'll do anything twice, that I might try to... Oh, uh, dude. When I was younger, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. And Yu-Gi-Oh is magic light. People have been saying, and they're like, oh, you play Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, noob. (laughs) But, like, magic seems so complicated to me. 
Um, but Yu-Gi-Oh was fun. Yeah. I used to play it with my friend and my friend was into it and we'd go to like meets and <laughs> I would walk in there and just be like, it smells like B.O. Like all these you dudes, nerds. all these dudes just wearing like their, their Crocs cause they spent all their money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> and like, I don't mean to sound like judgmental because I was there playing games with yeah. them. Like I was obviously wasn't better than any of them. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of awkward to like put yourself out there first and like, this is what I'm into. Oh, you're into that too. Cool. Let's play. Speaking of putting yourself out there, I know we're kind of departing a little bit from the video game realm, but yeah. D&D is putting yourself out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we were all kids. We've all played pretend, yeah. right? I was especially big at daydreaming and, like, just like just going out in the backyard or the front yard in front of all the neighbors and just, whoosh, 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 you know, and... Like a... You know, like, like a... A tube from like the Christmas wrapping or just nothing and just pretending that you have something. Yeah. And that's what I did, you know, and sometimes kids would see and then make fun of me and I just didn't care. But that's the, the fun thing about D&D and some of these other games that that uh, that bring out that side of you where, you know, you put yourself out there. Yeah. And you you're you're around a table in front of friends and you're putting yourself out there and you're just like you're just playing pretend. But yeah. it's fun. And. We don't have to spend too much more time on <laughs> non-video game topics, but it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's nice to not care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're not we're not trying to please anyone. It's liberating you know? to to look silly and not care who yeah. sees. Yeah. Because because here's the thing: if there's somebody that doesn't like it, there's also people who do like it. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. It's it's just like you know, take uh, another popular podcast, uh, Critical Role. Yeah. You know. People who play D and D, they know who Critical Role is, and they like them. But people who don't play D and D and think it's for nerds and think it's dumb, they don't know who Critical Role is and probably would make fun of them. But nobody cares because they have enough people who do care that follow. Yeah, exactly. Them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Video games get the same rap too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, like yeah. Red Dead Redemption just sold like 17 million copies in eight days, and then that's 17 million people. Yeah. The times 60 or 80. So yeah. just think about how much money they made. And they're still like, you do that nerd stuff? Like, dude, 17 million people <laughs> just bought this game. I don't think it's like a like a niche audience yeah. anymore. Yeah. Nerd isn't nerd doesn't mean what it meant to when we were kids. Exactly. You know, uh, nerd, it's almost more more popular to be a nerd to than it is to not be. You know what I mean? Like like getting and you know, we've had this discussion a lot. You can be a nerd about anything. You can be nerds into sports. How many people do you know play, play fantasy football or fantasy anything? I know. Sports wise. They're just as big a nerds as anybody else. They just they just direct that nerdiness to sports. And it, it's like Pokemon to me too. Like they're collecting these like rares. <laughs> right. And they're like, they're oh trading, I got it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all Pokemon. It's it's it's, it's all D D. Yeah. You know, it's all the same thing. It's D it, you know, and that's that's a that's a whole other topic of conversation I'd love to have with the other guys because they'd all agree with us. But, yeah, I know. You know, it's 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 okay to be a nerd these days, and it's awesome. But uh, yeah, should we? Uh, yeah, let's move on to our, our main event. Should we jump into the topic? So uh, last time we spoke, we uh, we had a video game for you to play called Firewatch, and this was recommended by Chris. Um, and. Uh, Let's let's jump into it. The nice thing about Firewatch, let's give a little bit of little bit of a backstory with it. I played Firewatch in one sitting. Yeah. So if I did not ha- do that. <laughs> if you haven't, okay, yeah. So to be fair, I started it around midnight and I didn't finish it till about four. 
right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I I was getting close to the end. I look at my clock, it's like 3.30. I'm like, I'm just pushing through and I'm finishing it. But was it that you were hooked or were you determined to do it in one sitting? Not determined to do it in one sitting. I was fully expecting to turn it off and mm-hmm. come back to it later. But I realized I was playing through it and I kind of lost track of the time and I was mm-hmm. just, you know, enjoying the game. And uh, and then I look at my, I'm like, oh, it's getting late and I'm yawning and stuff. And I look at the clock, it's 3 o'clock in the morning or 3.30. Mm-hmm. And I can tell, I can just tell that the game is nearing its conclusion. And I'm like, I'm just going to push through. I'm just going to do it. And mm-hmm. I did. And it was like four o'clock till I got to bed on a work night, you mm-hmm. know, and I did go to work the next day. And, you know, it sucked going to work the next day, but it was a, it was a fun game. So all the saying all that Firewatch is a game you can play in one sitting. So if you haven't played it yet, play it. You mm-hmm. can sit down and play it in one or two sittings. It's about as long as The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so let's let's give some credit where credit's due. Uh, Firewatch was developed by Campo Santo, mm-hmm. located in uh, Bellevue, Washington, which is pretty close to Seattle. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were uh, founded by... Uh, like half the team that worked on The Walking Dead season one, yeah. which I made you play a few years ago. Yeah, and that game's stellar. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad that Telltale isn't you know isn't stellar, but the game, some <laughs> of the games were. Yeah. Um, let's give some more credit where credits due. Uh, directors Ollie Moss and Sean Vanneman. And Ollie Moss is the uh, he's the art director, but he's also uh, I don't know if famous is the right word, but if you're like a, into art, then you've probably heard of him. He's the one that did all the all the Harry Potter covers from like mm-hmm. the the twenty year anniversary, like really simplistic. Like, yeah, one book was cover was orange, one was green, one was red. Yeah, one was like just glasses and a lightning bolt. Yeah, so like just simplistic stuff like that. Yeah, and nothing it, wrong with simplistic design. Oh no, it's, it's awesome. it was amazing, and it, and he made this game breathtaking. Yeah, this game, if you look through screenshots and if you look through it, you're gonna notice it is a very very beautiful game. It is a gorgeous game. It really is. And so let's give some more credit to some of the designers. One person's name you're going to see jump onto it, jump in, in here a lot, is a guy named Chris Remo, who is uh, who he is a designer. He is an artist uh, or sorry, a designer, a writer and a composer for this game mm-hmm. alone. Um, and then other designers, uh, Jake Rodkin, James Benson and Nels Anderson. And then some artists, you have Jane Ng. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but Ing. The, the last name is capital N G. Yeah, so it's Ing. Ing. Yeah, and then you got, and then again, Ollie Moss, uh, who we've already mentioned. So there's your, there's some credit. It's deserved. This game is this game is gorgeous. Yeah, and this game is, um, it's fun, man. So let's get let's get into it. I I played this game. People were buzzing about it when it mm-hmm. came out. They were like, oh, Ollie Moss is on the video game company. The Telltale guys spun off, and then people started playing it. And then they were like, well, that was disappointing. They, play, they played the whole game and they were like, oh, man, that was I was so excited. And what a letdown. And the other people were like, you were let down. Are you insane? Did you not get the concept of the story? And, mm-hmm. the, and there was people were button heads about it. Yeah. Um, it, this game is what people call it's kind of a pejorative now, but it's called a walking simulator. Yeah. Where you, <clears throat> yeah. there's not really a game over. There's not really like an equipment screen. You just walk from point A to point B. And you interact. <clears throat> and you interact and you talk to somebody. Yeah. And I love games like that. It is very story driven. <clears throat> and I love is, story. Which is great. And the story was really good. It's one of my, and, and this particular aspect of it is one of my biggest, the things I love most about the game, mm-hmm. but also one of my biggest beefs with the game. Okay. Is that basically it, you 
The only interaction... Okay. The entire game, you don't see another single person. Except, except like... You see a shadowy figure, a shadowy figure, people way, way in the distance, which was like, like two kids too. swimming, right? Yeah. And then the um, the only other person that you ever have contact with is somebody through a walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and it it that 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 gets personal, man. Delilah, and Delilah, and yeah. and she's I your supervisor, Delilah. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. Um. Let's let's give some more credit. Uh. Some of the reception on the game. Um. You've got uh, mostly seven and a halfs and eights and eight and a half. Uh, IGN gave this game a nine point three out of ten. Um, it's a high score. Games Radar Plus, yeah, IGN, yeah. Games Radar Plus gave it four and a half stars. They've won a couple awards. Um, uh, you know, best three D visual experience from Unity Awards. Um, they won PC Gamer's Best of 2016 for Best Writing, um, so the, the story is great. I want to give credit to freaking Sissy Jones, the voice actress of Delilah. She did great. Um, she just made such a like a like Delilah was sarcastic. Yeah, and she is uh, flirty, but only if you're reciprocating. So, uh, I guess you, the game concept is you're a man, and we we won't go. In, we're we're gonna go into spoilers in a little bit, but. The game concept is not right now. No spoilers now. No spoilers. So you're a man. <laughs> your job is to be a, a, a camp ranger, basically. Like a. But you don't have any authority. You're no. really just sitting in a watchtower. You're looking, looking for, for fire. Your fire. Your your fire watch. Yeah, you're you're looking for fires and reporting them so that they can respond. Quickly. And you you sit in a tower, and Delilah is in another tower in a in an area that you're not supposed to go to. Yeah. Um, it's not that you're not allowed to, but it's that if you want to be an effective fire watch, you'll stay at your tower and watch her fire. So she can radio you and talk to you. Yeah. Um, and that is like the basic premise of the game. That's it. That's it. Uh, there's like they'll do, they'll do stuff like, whoa, someone's shooting fireworks off over there. Can you go investigate? Go, go tell them off. Yeah. So you, you go investigate, but you get a really um, intimate, and I don't mean like sexual, but you have like an intimate relationship with Delilah because she's all that you talk to. Yeah. You're completely alone except for that radio that has Delilah on the other end. Yeah. And Sissy Jones does a really good job portraying somebody that you don't even ever get to see. I, but I had such a strong visual in my head. Me too. Without ever seeing her. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, um, this game also did for me the opposite of what Red Dead did for me. Yeah. <laughs> and let me explain. So Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm playing and, you know, in your case, you're playing, you're going out camping, you're you're cooking the coffee and you're like, oh, this is so tedious and monotonous. And I'm like, man, I want to go camping. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to set up camp and cook that armadillo I trampled over. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, I'm like, I, I look over to my wife and I'm like, I want camping stuff for Christmas, you know, <laughs> and I'm, and this, this spring and summer, like when, when the snow melts and it gets warmer, I'm going camping mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's what it did for me. And then I played Firewatch. And again, we've already mentioned this. You are alone in the woods mm-hmm. and it gets pretty intense pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like reversed that camping thing. I was like, I don't know if I want to go camping anymore because you're out there and you're alone. It's just yeah. you and whoever might be watching you or whatever might be watching you or paying attention to you or whatever. Yeah. And you don't know. And yeah, it, uh, it that, that's leading, taking that and leading into uh, the game. 
it gets it gets pretty intense. And but it's not even like a, a scary game or like dude, a there thriller. Were, there were times, but there's intense moments. I would say it, it could be classified at points into a thriller. Yeah. There were times where I was like, dude, the main character Henry is gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get stabbed or, or shot or something, and you know, and and or something crazy is gonna happen. You know, like the the the, the teenage girls that you tell off for lighting fireworks that mm-hmm. happened at the beginning of the game. I'm not spoiling anything, but you know, like. What's gonna happen, you know? And, and 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 this whole concept of being alone in the woods, and stuff happens that's not fires, yeah, is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what makes the game pretty exciting for me too. And then you on on the other side, you have your relationship that you're developing with. Delilah. And it, it has that slow burn start too, because you're just like you show up to do your job, you get introduced to a lot Delilah, you guys talk. You flirt, maybe you don't, maybe you do, because you can choose your responses on the walkie-talkie. Yeah, yeah. So you can decide what you want to. You can be an ass to her. Were you an ass? No, because I, no. I, I thought she was a very interesting character. Like yeah. she's, she was fun to talk to. The one of the, um, and this isn't something that I read, but something that I kind of like modeled my own opinion after. But it's kind of like the internet. Like th- yeah. this game, like you, you meet somebody online, you don't see them. Yeah. When when you're not able to be face to face and talk to somebody, you can kind of be your true self. Like if you're shy or yeah. recluse. Yeah. When you're on the internet and you're chatting with somebody and there's like no pressure of like, I might have to meet this person or whatever. Yeah. But like Henry and Delilah, they've never seen each other. Yeah. So they can just say whatever they want to yeah. each other. Yeah. And they started just being sarcastic, being flirty, well, getting and, along with each and, other. And going into it, Henry's reason for going out into the woods in the first place. It was heart he wrenching. He has heart wrenching and he yeah. has every reason to be an asshole to anybody. Mm-hmm. He's going out there to be alone. He's not going out there to develop any relationships mm-hmm. with anybody else. And so his if you decide to be an asshole in that game, you have every reason to be in terms of the character, and it makes sense as far as the story goes. Or yeah. you can be nice. And, and can... I mean, I, we, we need to get into spoilers <laughs> discussion because there's a lot to spoil. But uh, there, there's options of responses to Delilah where you can just ignore her and ignore her. Yeah. It'll say like dot, dot, dot. So you can just not respond. Yeah. And then she'll say like, okay, well, when you're ready to talk, I'm right here. Yeah. And then her response, and I, I watched a YouTube video that just the guy ignored her the whole time. And then she gets really curt with her like, hey, I got a job for you. It's time to earn your paycheck. And then you ignore her and you ignore her. And then she starts crying. And she's like, I've done nothing but nice to you this wow. entire time. You were, you are all I have out here and I am all that you have. And you're just going to ignore me. And then you ignore her. And she's like, okay, fine. And then she doesn't talk to you the rest of the game. So like, I wonder how that plays out with everything else that happens I in know, the game. I know. Makes you kind of want to play it again. I know. A little just bit. ignore her. But then like, just ignore, but, but, but it's see like how the ending breaks out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you, yeah, that's all right. Should we get into spoilers? Well, let, let's just say that this is a, it's a very story driven game. If we haven't sold you on playing it already, just know that it's it's not plot driven. This is something that a lot of people didn't like about the game. Is there's a plot, but the plot is not what drives the game. It's the characters. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the char- a character driven game is kind of unique. Yeah. Like it's well, if 
if like 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 you said, if you haven't if if we haven't sold you on the game yet, it's a great game. You can sit down and play it in one sitting, like I said. But the scores that it got on their reviews, uh, I would say, are pretty accurate. Between so eight eight and a half is what I would give it. You so know? You, like there, there's pros and cons to this game, but the the cons that you have are all plot related. Is that correct? Like the story? No. Okay, because it's it's a no. Actually, no. My my my, I don't really have that many beefs with it, but like, but the beefs I do have are yeah. not necessarily plot related. Okay, so um, is that something you can you can say without spoiling or? I kind of already mentioned it, just oh, the, the lack of interaction with people. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe that is plot related because it's the whole reason why he's out there. Yeah, um, you find a turtle. Did you find the turtle? Yeah. What did you name him? Uh, Sheldon, I think. Sheldon. Yeah. Wow, for someone who hates, uh, <laughs> for someone who hates Big Bang Theory, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. He has a shell on his back. <laughs> for Big Bang Theory, I think I named him uh, uh, Turtle Reynolds or Turt Reynolds. Turt Reynolds. Turt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Uh, that made me laugh. So I was like, Yeah, that's it, Turt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. So we're gonna jump into spoilers now. So. Um, if you haven't if you haven't played it and you want to play it and you don't want us to spoil it, it's, it's a first person orange game yeah. about being in the woods and just interacting with one person and choosing your responses with this person. Yeah, and it's pretty magical. Yeah. So if you haven't if you haven't played it and you want to play it and you don't want to spoil it for you, pause here and go play the game for four hours and then come back and then definitely come back because you're gonna want we're gonna want to you're gonna want to you know discuss it with us <laughs> or listen whatever. So, all right, Firewatch game. Spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. Dude, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so, uh, I want to start at the beginning because you... and uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, I was with, playing... With uh, his wife, yeah. I, I played the game, I want to say, a year ago. Yeah. And then I replayed it uh, this time to prepare, but I did the audio book version of the game meaning that there's certain spots where there's like a a tape player that henry can put on and then you can hear the developers talking about this certain part of the game really yeah so like henry is the narrator and he narrates the voice act the the voiceover audiobook part of it interesting yeah so and delilah's there too and she talks about it but then like ollie moss is on there and he's talking about really this part of the map and how he wanted this to look and like it's it's interesting but then I was just trying to play through it again to refresh my memory, and I was like, okay, I, I can't listen to all these. There's yeah. a billion of them. But I want to go through it leisurely and, and do it again. Um, but the beginning where they said, we want to introduce you to a character, and we want to give you character choices, and we want you to not tell Delilah all the answers, but you need to know why, because this is personal. And the personal story for Henry is he... The game takes place in 1989, which is weird. I liked it. It was an odd choice. Um, but Henry meets a girl in college a long time ago, like in the 70s. And they fall in love. They get a dog. I, I, I got the beagle and named him Bucket. And you, you can adopt a dog. And this is yeah, all... I got the beagle, too. I wanted to get the German Shepherd, but I got the beagle. Because she wanted the beagle. Yeah. You, this is all just words and these words are kind of popping up like this text is popping up as you're walking away from your truck grabbing your backpack making your eight mile hike to your tower but 
he dates dates his woman. They get married. She, I, I didn't like it at first. Yeah. Um, but the story was compelling enough that mm-hmm. you kind of get used to it and you like it. Yeah. Eventually. Um, you, you know, it shows the screen words pop up. And the very first thing is you're in a bar and you're drunk with your friends yeah. and you walk up to Julia, Julia, you walk up to a woman and you, she's beautiful. You strike up a conversation, whatever it is. And that's the first thing. And you're like, why don't you just show this? Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I've played the whole game, I get why they didn't. And I, and I agree with their artistic choice there. Yeah. But at first I was like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Like, let's just, you know, let's pick up, let's pick it up. Let's, let's get to the point here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but then like, like I said earlier, the very first time that Delilah asks you about, what do you have back home? And your wife gets early onset dementia. Yeah. And she forgets who you are. She forgets about bucket and she moves back to Australia and goes to home with her, her family. So when Delilah asks you, what brings you out here? You now have paused to tell her the truth. Yeah. Because that hurts. Why would you ever want to talk about that? Especially it's, to a stranger on a walkie-talkie. It's none of your business. Yeah. 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 So, and, well, and, I, so I said, oh, I have a dog named Bucket. And not just that, but like, um, and I and I said, I was dealing with some crap from home or whatever the mm-hmm. option is. I, I chose to tell her the truth because I wanted to kind of see how that would play out. Mm-hmm. Especially like opening up to her, which she opened up to me, that, that type of thing, which she does. Um, but I, uh, you look into the frame of the character and he is, he's extremely feeling extremely guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, he, his, his wife has dementia. She doesn't remember him half the time. And he just decides to go out for a summer and go do a fire watch at a, at a, a watchtower. He wants to escape and be alone. And he wants to escape and, and forget about his problems and write a novel or whatever. And, um, that's kind of what he decides to do and it's like can you blame him for doing that sure yeah but then he even said like his he he goes and hangs out with his friends and he can hear the wife of his friend saying if you ever put me in a home like that i'll leave you yeah he can hear these people saying that but they don't know how hard it was for him to do that yeah so like it it puts you in the the mind of henry immediately yeah you're like this is why he's here that's super sad that sucks yeah and and how guilty you must fear or feel um speaking of fear the reason why i said fear is because uh one of the things that i i wasn't sure what to what to make of this game because when you're when you're playing it's all in first person and the 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 downside with first person is you don't know what's behind you Mm -hmm. right um just like in real life right you don't have eyes on the back of your head. You don't have a second camera on the bottom of your screen showing behind you. you if you want to look behind you, you got to turn around. Right. Which means that sometimes things could happen. You can get you can get knocked out by someone, which you do. There's also those times where you walk up to a part of the map where you have to climb, and the climbing is you see his hand grab a rock, you see his hand grab another rock, and then his head goes over the ledge, and then you see what's over the top of that ledge. Mm-hmm. Every single time I did that, I was expecting someone to be there <laughs> and expecting something Dude, to happen. That's awesome, though, because like yes, it, it built that tension. Yeah, because I I wasn't personally that worried about it, but if you were, then that's probably one of their intentions because yes. you are completely secluded. What it did, you don't even it, see animals really. 
I don't know if you ever played the game Fear, or it's it's an acronym F E A R. Oh yeah, I love Fear. Um, I never finished it, but it's got that creepy little girl in it. The one that like pops up when you climb up a ladder. Yes, that's yeah. exactly. It. So you climb up, or, or you go to a ladder and you turn around, and she's right in front of you, and yeah. then you you get scared and you fall down, and, yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like this game was going to be, but every time. Every time you would do something, nothing would ha- you'd never you wouldn't see anything. But then there were times where something would happen. Like mm-hmm. you walk into the cave and you unlock that door for the first time, and then it closes behind you, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, someone's here. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that's uh, the the dislike I had with it was intention was something the game had intentional, and that was basically that you didn't have any interaction at all. With anybody except for you and Delilah. Mm-hmm. And it was a good part of the plot, good part of the story. It drove everything because the plot, there's two plots in this game. There's you're out in the woods, people are watching you, and you um, and you have to figure it out. And you have to figure out what's going on. You have to figure out why. And then you find out that there's a dead boy in the cave that Delilah knows personally, mm-hmm. right? And then this, the fire that you're watching gets out of control and you have to be evacuated, mm-hmm. right? That's the main plot. The more interesting plot is your relationship with Di- Delilah. Exactly. How that builds. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my biggest my biggest issue with the game was at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. You walk into the tower you, and <laughs> that's, she's not there. That's everyone's and issue with And you put the on game. the headphones and she's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't stay. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and then like, you, you pull out your walkie-talkie like a hundred times and she's yeah. not there. Yeah. Because that's how you talk to her the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And then she's gone. She left her tower and you pull out your walkie-talkie and yeah. she's not there anymore. And 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 then the other thing is there's no human interaction. The and You don't see a single face. Because no. you never see your own face. Because mm-hmm. there's no, no You do in a drawing. Sure. You never see Delilah. And then you the, there's two girls that you have to chastise because they're lighting fireworks, but they're drunk and they're skinny dipping in a lake, but they're super far away. So you only see the little dots on the screen. Yeah. And then you, the people that are following you, the dark figure that you see. And yeah. then at the very end, there's the dude in the helicopter and he's wearing a mask. You mm-hmm. never see a single face. Mm-hmm. And that bothered me. You see Brian's face. His dead zombie face. I know. His skeleton face. So I guess that's, that's true. That's gross. So I, I wanted to kind of, to, I guess, talk about the, the plot a little bit because this is how, here's how I kind of see it. And to, to a lot of people, it was a letdown. But uh, one of the first parts of the game, is you chastise these teenagers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're climbing back to your tower and you see a figure. And he's got a flashlight at you. You're like, what the Shine, heck is that? He shines it right in your face. And then you go, hey, Delilah, there's somebody else out here. And she's like, oh, no, there's something I've always wanted to tell you. I, I was afraid to. This is outside. <laughs> there's people everywhere. They dude, come and go as they want. It's madness. Dude, I die. You're, you're in a, a national or state park. Yeah. People can come and go as they please. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and like and like their, their sarcasm with each other. This is not what I wanted to talk about. But their, their sarcasm with each other when he's like going into the cave for the first time. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Why, why, why? And she's like, Henry. And he's like, no, seriously, this cave's fine. And she's like, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, but he sees this figure, doesn't really know who this is. And he's like, that's weird. And then he gets back to his tower. Somebody broke into his tower, broke a window, broke in there, ruffled around looking for stuff. Um, 
So you're like, oh, a mystery. Who did that? That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Also, during that same day, Delilah has a, a conversation on the phone. Even though she told you the phone lines got cut. She yeah, a, that was strange. She has a conversation. It never really answered for me. It, it is. Because, it, but it, it plants seeds of doubt with yes. her. Yeah. So you're like, can I trust her? This yeah. is the only person I can talk to. I hope I can trust her. Yeah. Um, so what's the answer? I, I don't. I'll, I'll get to it. Okay. okay. <laughs> but the the story is 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 that you're it, it gets crazy because you start off with this mysterious figure. Somebody broke into your house. Somebody cut the the phone lines. Uh, all of a sudden, somebody's listening in on your walkie-talkie and the two girls go missing the two girls go missing and uh so they're supposedly the girls are the ones that broke into your tower and, and supposedly stole, they're the ones that broke the lines too and stole your stole your stuff right um but the girls go missing this you see this figure every now and then um there's some parts of the game where if you just don't move and just sit there you can hear footsteps really? mm-hmm. you can hear footsteps around oh, you and, and then they, that's creepy <laughs> so like you'll, you'll be walking and you stop and then you'll hear like and then he stops. So, and you're like, what was that? And you kind of turn, you don't see anything. Really? Um, but it, it, they, in your, in yours in Delilah's head, like this is a government conspiracy and there is a government building or a government site that's fenced off. Like, why is there fences everywhere? It's super high tech. Yeah. And they, they, they fenced off and they're all, oh, they're listening in on us and they're blah, 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 blah. And they're like, Oh, this is a government cover up. This is getting insane. And the story builds and builds and builds. And then you find out it's one man who's messing with you because he accidentally killed his son and he's trying to cover it up. And he lives out in the woods. He's been there for three years. Yeah. And and Delilah knows the little boy. She used to see him. But to her, they were the, they were the other ones that stayed at the, that watch tower mm-hmm. that you're at three years ago. Yeah. They were there. The boy wasn't supposed to be there, but she, she didn't call it in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they disappeared. Mm-hmm. And she never heard or seen from him again or anything like that. Right. And then... Yeah. So the, this guy, this, this dad, his name is Ned... And Ned has been spying on you and Delilah, listening on, on the on the radio, keeping notes, keeping notes. Uh, there's there's a part where you and Delilah talk about what you would do if you were with each other. Mm-hmm. You don't hear it, but they they strongly hint that your relationship's getting close. But yeah, you're gonna have sex if you meet. Yeah, but like, yeah. So it was like cyber. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she was like, "Well, what, what would you do if you were with me?" And they're like watching the fire, and it's 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 pretty. I, I don't know. Romantic's the right word. Rom- ro- romantic. I yeah, guess. but like it's when you you're like good for you, Henry. You're moving on. But at the same time, Henry's wife is still alive, mm-hmm. and he feels guilty for being out there. And then now he's sort yeah. of meeting another woman. It, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a betrayal. And, and he feels guilty. Yeah, and you should feel guilty. Yeah, and of course he should. Yeah. But he should also move on. Yeah, he should also understand that. And the, the human condition is complicated. Yeah. So exactly. the the what I was trying to get at though is that you find out that this guy is planting seeds in your head of government conspiracy and he's just trying to get you to leave and he starts a fire and he's hoping to like just flush you out but Henry still finds all of his clues to figure out it was Ned. And Ned leaves you a note and he's uh, uh, audio mm-hmm. and he's like, sorry, I did this. I just, I feel really bad. I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Um, but he's like, it was me. It was me the so, whole time. So why did and, he, why did he leave the, the backpack or whatever that had the keys to the gate? He left that for you to find. 
because you yeah. found that little tracker mm-hmm. and then you found the keys to the gate in the cave which eventually you find the body of his son yeah and then you know so why if he was trying to cover it up why did he eventually maybe because you discovered that he was watching you and he was like all right these guys are gonna well as you i mean he he locks you in the part that his son fell and died. So I think it was an attempted oh, murder. Was he trying to kill you. I think he was trying oh. to lock you in there with no way of getting out. I think it was an attempted murder. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. That makes sense. Because he, he waits and he closes the door behind you. He closes the gate and then he runs off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's trying to get rid of you before you go and tell somebody about Ned, the man who's the, the, the ex park ranger who's hiding because he. He got his son killed. Right, because you also don't have re- uh, the reception for the radio in the cave either. So you, right. can't, you can't radio to Delilah. That's mm-hmm. true. I didn't think of it that way. So um, you and Delilah find – Henry and Delilah just find out that this this wasn't a government conspiracy. It was one man trying to cover up the murder of his son Brian. Not, not even a murder. He fell. He fell. It was an accident. It, it was, but he, but he's a terrible dad. Yeah, negligent parenting. So Delilah gets really sad. She knows Brian, and she feels like it's her fault because she never reported about him there. that he was there. So this the story isn't crazy, but what actually happened isn't as like complicated as the the two were led to believe in the first place. Sure, she gets sad and she leaves, and you never meet her. So the way I ter- interpreted that is there's a sad, sad dude named Henry trying to escape his life. And start and be alone. And there's a sad, sad woman who's had failed relationship after failed relationship. And it even hints in the game that she dated. Maybe she dated Ned. Maybe she dated Ron, the yeah. other park ranger. Yeah. Um, and or just Javier. Javier, where her yeah. bro- his brother died. And it doesn't work out and it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then there's Henry. And they're both sad and they're both lonely and they both have amazing chemistry together. Well, there's one of the, there's also a form that you can read that says that Delilah's easy. That mm-hmm. she's like, kind of a slut mm-hmm. I guess or whatever yeah yeah. so these two are trying they're looking for an escape and they found it and they just invent this crazy story in their head and they find an escape with each other and it just didn't turn out to be what they expected that's, you know what I mean that's pretty deep yeah it's deep because you think about it Henry's out there to escape mm-hmm. and Delilah's out there to escape and Ned is out there to cover something up to, yeah to kind of escape all, all everyone in that game trying to escape yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that that's kind of how I took it as. Yeah, and that's at face value. That's the story that they present. Yeah, to, in Henry's perspective. Interesting. Do, do you do you want to add anything else or? Well, who, so with the phone call, what did that mean? What was that? Okay, so now this gets me to the part that I did after the game, which is the uh, conspiracy theories about the game. Okay, and the conspiracy is that Delilah knows about Ned the whole time. And if you think about it, there's almost undeniable proof that she does. Sure. For example, um, when she thinks, when you, when she tells you that, hey, someone's listening in on our walkie-talkie, um, and he and uh, Henry's new to this. He doesn't know. Yeah. Of course somebody can. Right. It's can a just, walkie-talkie. It's a walkie-talkie. You can just get she, to the channel. So she's like, here, here's this new radio. No one can track us on this walkie-talkie. Yeah. Um, and she said that she spent all this time getting it to you. But in order for her to get that walkie-talkie to you, she'd have to hike like 20 miles. And then she goes right past your tower. She's like, stay in your tower all day. 
but um, she would have to go right past your tower and then back again to give you that walkie-talkie. True, yeah. So really, um, more logically, it was Ned. Ned gave you and she Ned and she was she was in mm-hmm. cahoots with him. Ned left the walkie-talkie there. Another another That's theory true because if you think about it, so she says that Ned and Brian just disappear. Mm-hmm. And wow, this is this, this is opening my mind. <laughs> so she says that Ned and Brian disappear, and she feels guilty because she never called in that Ned and Brian were there in the first place. But mm-hmm. maybe it's because she never she feels really guilty that Ned and Brian that she knew what happened to Brian, mm-hmm. and she never called that in. So she and was then, afraid that she might get arrested. Well, hold on. And then it's not that she felt sad because of what happened to Brian, like she led you to believe. She's sad that you found out. Yeah. But here's the other thing. The girls go missing mm-hmm. and she never called that in, even though you told you could tell her to or you could tell her to keep quiet. But I told her, I said, call it in. But you don't know if she did or not. You don't know if she did, but she tells you later. She's like, uh, those girls are going missing and uh, I never called it in that they were there. Mm-hmm. Right. She, t- she told me that at least. Yeah. That's and, what she told me too. And so that makes that makes a lot of sense because Delilah kind of covers those things up. That, mm-hmm. That's interesting. I just opened yeah. my mind up a whole lot for that that's is that is that she's afraid of getting arrested or she genuinely did not know that brian maybe she thought brian went home or she just she just is incompetent mm-hmm. another thing that people are like because if you if you pay attention to some of her actions and like specific parts they're like uh hey this this clipboard says he's in a i don't remember the, the exact word but it's this part of the of the forest and she's like I've never heard of it was like Waikiki or yeah was, yeah yeah it was Wapiti Wapiti yeah it was he's like name. it's Wapiti and he's Native like and he's like she's like oh I don't know what Wapiti is and he's like it's on the map Wapiti yeah. Tower oh yeah. Wapiti it's probably out in this part of the field like, what I I don't even know what that so is she, so it sounded like she was trying to like divert him away from yeah him. but then he goes there and he's like why is it fenced off and she's like I don't know that's weird I I didn't know there was a fenced off area but if you turn the camera and look you can see delilah's tower yeah from right in the middle of wapiti so she probably knows yeah. well because she she had some pretty good surveillance yeah. uh stuff because she could see somebody in yeah. your tower when you weren't there exactly and so she she could tell you were wearing shorts so she uh can see wapiti clearly and if you do some sleuthing you can see that it's a uh, university students horticulture whatever they just oh okay. but but Henry's new, so Delilah and Ned convince Henry that it's government agency with secret S- spying on spy. him, some sort of yeah, research or something. exactly. Interesting. And she's like, "Burn it down!" And he's like, "You are a fire watch person, and you want me to burn this down?" That's true. She does tell you that. Yeah. And then and then you leave, and it starts on fire anyway. Because Ned did it. And then because Ned did it, and then Ned sends you the tape that says that has her saying burn it down and then like so it's like it's like blackmail mm-hmm. that here's this fire that started and here's a tape yeah that, wow that makes sense yeah there, so there's a lot of clues that either hint that uh she was either covering for ned and didn't know about brian because when she finds out about brian she's heartbroken yeah and she's like just just wants to leave or she knew the whole time and she convinced henry that she had a thing for him and he's probably not going to rat her out because she feels guilty air quotes wow that's crazy huh 
Because if, if that's the case, then of course she'd never want to yeah. see him because he could never identify her. That's interesting. I, that's the fun thing about talking about these games with somebody else. I didn't really think of it that way. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just kind of saw it as face value. Maybe it's because it was four in the morning and I played it in yeah. one sitting sit through and I, you know, I didn't really think about it, those kind of things. But yeah. That's, uh, that's but why the, I'm glad we talked about but it. But like you, you see things from Henry's point of view, but as you as a player, when you start piecing things together, yeah. there's a part where Henry says, did, did we miss something? Yeah. And she's like, no, no. There's no way. Well, and there's also... And then I was like, that line is really sticking with me right yeah. now. Well, exactly. And there's also one... There's also another time where you're like... You, there's a there's a conversation that you can have with her. You can choose what to say to her. And one of the things you can say is like, like I don't... What, what's going on in my own head? Or, or like, who are you? Are you even real? That type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. where you really question everything with her and yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty profound, too. But so you think that the call that she got was Ned. I think it was either Ned or um, it had to be Ned. Well, cause like no, no, he has no idea. So he has yeah. n- he has no idea that you're here. Yeah, yeah, he has no yeah. idea. Da, 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 and, and yeah, and immediately you get suspicious. But there, I saw a thing that said uh, she goes. She says when she answers the phone for whoever, she says, "Heyo." If you look at the notes that the other park rangers left to each other, they all start "Heyo," huh. love Ron or love Dave. Yeah. So chances are it was Ron or Dave that she was talking to, one of her exes. They're like, yeah, yeah, he has no idea about you guys. Like, whatever. Hmm. So there's... It, the, the whole point of it was a plant distrust in her. Yeah. But... Uh, For good reason, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So... Very well written. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And nice. I've even looked at, like, their statements, because people are, like... The, online, people are obsessed with Delilah. She's such a mystery. There was a theory that she's uh, paraplegic, and she's in a wheelchair. And she just sits up there on her because remember how she's like, that's the perk of being a supervisor is I get people to deliver stuff for me all the way up. Yeah, here. she doesn't she doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, she's so always she, in her tower. So she could be a paraplegic and maybe Ned brings her stuff. Maybe Ned's a guy. But that, even if she isn't a paraplegic, well, that's the thing is her her whole thing. Her whole tower was a ramp. There yeah. were no stairs. That's mm-hmm. true. But the other thing was that uh, that that is a true thing that I never really thought about either was that she never leaves her tower. Mm hmm. Or at least, at least when she's talking to you, she's always in her tower, mm-hmm. and she's always telling you to go somewhere to do something. And whenever she says she left, there's no proof. Yeah, right. Like there's a radio in your box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that that just gives the 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 writing, like the writing and the plot and all that, more credit. So let's give the writers credit. Um, all people that we've already mentioned: uh, Chris Remo, uh, Jake Rodkin, Ollie Moss, and Sean Vanneman. So. Kudos, man. That's that's they, deep stuff. They they made a game which you can just take at face value, and a lot of people are mad that they didn't get to meet Delilah because you talk to her a lot, yeah. And she's really charismatic. She did that. You didn't get to meet. Her. She's really charismatic, and she's really funny, and she's well, fun to talk to. You're walking up to her tower. There's smoke everywhere. It's kind of like this building moment because you guys you guys have been out there for. 80 days mm-hmm. together, just you and her, well, seemingly. Mm-hmm. And so you're walking up to the tower and you're like, sweet, I'm actually going to meet Delilah. And she's not there. Mm-hmm. And you put on the headphones and she says, sorry, I had to leave. After you tell her, please don't leave, mm-hmm. you know. And she says, I had to leave anyway. Mm-hmm. And so. So a lot, a lot of people felt cheated that yeah, way. A little bit, yeah. But like if, if you, that that's taking the game at face value. That's, that's Henry's story. Yeah. You as the player can take something a little different from it. Yeah. And if they didn't, if these guys, Ollie Moss and Chris Remu, whatever, didn't intend this, that's how I still took it. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I look, I read between the lines and maybe yeah. it's something that was completely unintentional. Yeah. But it's amazing that once you beat this game, I thought about it for like days yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. I, I, I don't, I don't want to use it as an excuse, but yeah, it was four in the morning. I beat it and I was like, wow, that was really, that was really something. Yeah. And I went to bed. And then I was, and then the next day I was like, I really want to play Red Dead. <laughs> so maybe and and I, you know, I, I messaged you and I said, Hey, I beat it. It was good. I want to talk about it. Yeah. And I guess that was what I want to talk about was the face values. So I I kind of wish maybe I would have played it in two sittings and not, you know, taken my you know taking my time and sat through it. So yeah, I mean, really interesting stuff. Yeah, good and stuff, like man. even Capo Santo has never even said because they they're aware of the sure. the the rumors and the conspiracy yeah. theories. They've never responded to any of them. So they're just leaving Delilah a complete mystery. It's up to you. Yeah. You decide. Well, and it's also like, I don't remember if it was us that just discussed it in the arcade or if we discussed it in the actual Cold Bow podcast, but where like uh, sometimes accidental things will happen and, and then uh, and then the writer will be like, yeah, or the person who wrote it or, or did it were like, yeah, sure, that was, that was totally intentional. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to do. You know, maybe it wasn't in the podcast. It was a conversation I remember having. But anyway. I, I think I read something recently, though, that was like the uh, art, like the, the, the best thing about art is you finding meaning in their art that the writer never intended. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, like well, that's not what I meant, but if that's what you get from it, then amazing. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I I thought this was an interesting choice. I wanted to do a game like this eventually because I've I've had you guys play a whole slew of games already, but I don't think we've played one like this before. No. no. So I kind of wish we would have, we would have done it for the, for the whole podcast and had everybody discuss it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We we still can. We can get the rest of the guys in on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good stuff. It really makes me glad that we do this this little this bit to to, to give indie games their their uh, spotlight, if you will. Their, yeah. their their you know shine shine a light on them because there's some gold. Yeah, there's some there's some turd nuggets. You know, you can get there's, there's a lot of turd nuggets from indie. Games. Like I turn on my switch and there's like. 20 games release every Thursday and I'm like these are just gonna get lost in the shuffle man but like and and like I said last time I said even if they are turd nuggets kudos to them for actually going like putting the effort into creating them and and putting something into them and sometimes you'll get something that strikes an accord Mm-hmm. Um, I, the cream will always rise to the top. Exactly, and I think Firewatch is one of those where the it sold a million copies. Yeah, like it, the 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 and it, and it won plenty of awards and yeah. it's done really well on its. Uh, Hollow Knight's one of those games too. I, I saw zero advertising for it. Yeah, but then when I I got on my Switch and they were even Nintendo's like check out this game, and it was just this indie game that came out of nowhere, and I was like, wow, this is quality. <laughs> so like the the best of those games will always rise to the top. Yeah. And that's and that's what's cool is uh, let's give some some Just keep indie your eye out open for it yeah, yeah give some indie developers their their due because yeah that's that's awesome wow oh, man I my mind is blown I'm gonna go to sleep and I'm dream <laughs> about Firewatch now so what uh, let, is there anything else about Firewatch you wanted to you no I, like I think I got it all you, yeah you, we sure did <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot in there I'm like my mind's blown uh, so what are you looking forward to what are you excited for coming up. Uh, so there's a, I'm not, I don't know if I mentioned this on this show. Um, there's a game coming out soon called Call of Cthulhu. 
and that's a about that. it's a tabletop game. Um, it's like a, a D&D style tabletop game, but the setting is is like a 1800s London or New York or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you're, you can play different characters like a, a detective or... A, is it out yet? I, I think so. I'm not sure. Is that... It's yeah, just, it's, it's out now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's been getting like decent reviews. I, I, I really want to give it a shot. But the, the premise is, is it's an RPG... But it's a scary uh, first-person RPG, and it's an open world of the entire city. And you you pick your your race, and you pick your character, and your and the town is being overrun by demons because uh, the, they're trying to bring Cthulhu back to life and attack the town. And that's basically what the tabletop game is like as well. But like, there's there's aspects like your character can slowly go insane. And you can see stuff that's maybe not there, or maybe it is. Um, but that's that's something I'm really wanting to get my hands on soon. Cool. Yeah, that looks like it could be fun. Yeah. Um, the stuff I'm excited for, um, I, I really hate to, uh, pun intended, beat a dead horse. <laughs> I hate to beat the dead horse. Just drive it into a rock. <laughs> Just drive that. Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to uh, Red Dead Redemption 2's online game. It's not released yet. As of as of us talking now, it might be released at any point now, but I mean, maybe it is and you just have to beat the story yet and I haven't done that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm looking forward to playing the online game because if it's anything like GTA 5, I'm going to be playing this game for years. So maybe I won't borrow it when you're you're done. If that's the case, you might not. But, um, you know, and I have some uh, some friends on both the uh, PS4 that I'll play with and some friends on the Xbox One that I'll probably buy the game for and play it with as well. And and, uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. If it's anything like GTA 5, it should be really cool. Sweet, man. Um... Yeah, so let's talk about what we're doing next week. Um, again, we want to, uh, or not next week, but next time. Sorry, I don't. I doubt we'll do next this week. week. Wink. <laughs> um, so, are we doing the one that you wanted to play a game that neither of us have ever played before? That was just it? a thought, but we can do something else. Um, <laughs> uh, right now, you've got you've, you're brim, like up to. The so I'll I'll let brim. you. I'll put you on the spot here. I got two games for you to play. Mm-hmm. One of them is one that I've never played before, so it should be new to both of us. And the other one is free, so you don't have to spend any money. <laughs> uh, let's do one either of us have played. All right. So Undertale. Uh, and this is a, it's a turn-based RPG, so you might hate it right there on the, off the bat. But this game, it's it, it's famous. It's really, really famous and popular out? in certain circles. Uh, it came out like in 2015, but it's been re-released on PS4, Xbox, cool. PC. It came out on Steam, I want to say first. Okay. Um, but it is an old school looking RPG, like Super Nintendo RPG. That kind of looks like a Pokemon game. Mm. But this game gets perfect review scores everywhere it goes okay and it's uh don't take it uh, what you see don't yeah. don't judge the book by the cover apparently this game has a super intrinsic story uh truly emotional story it's uh i don't want to say too much but there's options that maybe you can play the game a way that you never expected that you could and uh, the stories, the story in it is supposedly what makes this game a gem. 
Okay. Well, so, and I've never played it. I, I don't know what to expect. You said not to judge a book by, it, by its cover, but judging what I'm seeing here, it's not a game I might enjoy. Yeah. That I feel like I've uh, moved on to these from these types of games, but I will give it a shot, and I will I will play it like I did Guacamelee. I will play it with an open mind. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm trying to, to have us play games that is not like one we've done before. Yeah. So... Yeah, this is this is it. Well, let's do it. All right. So the game's Undertale. If you're following along, uh, it's like it's really cheap. It's like nine dollars. So I'm gonna I'm probably gonna get it on the Switch just so I can play it on the go. Yeah. Um, but you can get it on PS4 on yeah. Xbox on your computer. Yeah, nine nine dollars. That's not too bad. Um, well, awesome. Well then, uh, Undertale. That's the that's the next game we're playing. So if you enjoyed our uh, our show on Guacamelee last time and this time on Firewatch. Then, uh, wow, those are some good scores. Yeah, dude. So um, there's something, there's something there that I'm just like I haven't experienced. There's got to be something, yeah. and that that makes me a little excited. Yeah. Um, then uh, join us next time. We're going to be talking Undertale. So in the meantime, uh, get the game, play it, and join with us. And if you have any thoughts or questions, reach out to us. You can find us uh, Cold Bow Podcast um, on Facebook and also on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Um, and if you have like an idea of us for a game you want us to try out, yes. Like, recommend it. Yes. Like if there's something we haven't mentioned yet, give us a shout out, recommend it. And yes. Maybe we'll pick it and we'll play that game. Let's do it. And uh, we'd love to get some conversation going. So reach out to us and talk to us. Tell us what you think about what we about Guacamele, our review on that, and tell us what you think about uh, Firewatch and then play along with us as we play Undertale. If you've already played it. Please don't ruin it for don't, me. Don't sign up. Don't spoil it. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, just another little uh, throughout there. Listen to our main podcast, Cold Bow Podcast. You got, uh, of course, uh, Chris and I, but you also have uh, Jake, Scott, and Reese. And uh, I think we're pretty fun. You know, we're okay. We we're okay. We like to we like to razz each other a bit. And then uh, listen to um, Scott is doing a Scott and Jake are doing a history of music where they talk about Sabaton right now but of course it might turn into other things listen to them um, their takes on on uh, their history and music is, is awesome so yeah I, I really enjoy that show and then uh, keep an eye out for our uh, D&D campaign uh, episodes that are going to come out uh, called Roll Gently um, it's my first time it's my first time <laughs> so uh, yeah thank you for listening um, I know it's, it's it's been a long one but if you're still with us I appreciate it <laughs> wow we, it's, we talked <laughs> we did but there was a lot to talk about so uh, if uh, if you're still with us thanks for listening and uh, we will we'll see you next time okay bye y'all love you bye.